And here we are again for another week with Lime Podcast. I'm your host, Paulie G, back with you talking all things coronavirus, COVID-19, things to do with the lockdown, things to do with the easing of restrictions, and not just in Australia, but around the world as well. And so why not um, bring back our US correspondent, shall we say, Ben Tompkins from Aspen, Colorado. How are you, Ben? Feel like I've been dug out of the grave and brought back to life. <laughs> like, let's make one more Star Wars film. Well, it is a little bit like to. that, isn't it? I mean, I guess with in Australia, <laughs> we're sort of easing, course. we're easing restrictions, and we're sort of uh, you know looking at things somewhat going back to normal. In fact, you know, if things do completely sort of come out over the next couple of weeks, this could be the, basically the last time we chat because um, you know what the most beautiful thing is that people are. You know, they might be feeling uncomfortable, but they're also really noticing each other and trying to gauge how each each, each other is um, feeling about everything. So we're really noticing each other and 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 um, paying more attention to our you know fellow human beings, which is is, is, is a lovely thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's um, well, it's we've been through the gambit, haven't we, in twenty twenty? And we're still only halfway. Twenty twenty to come, Paulie. Yeah. Still, there's still a lot up our sleeve, Rocky. <laughs> what's, hap- what, what's happening over there as far as, well, let's just start with you and, you know, the art gallery and, and things opened up. Have, have we seen sort of um, some positive news, I guess, on, on, the, on those fronts? Yes. Um, as far as I know, like the real estate, which is a big deal up here, is, is exploding because people don't want to be in the cities with, with, with the, the trouble and, and the COVID with lots of people. And anyone who was, you know, generally speaking, who was already had a whole series of advantages to moving out of the city are now looking at them more seriously. And, um, you know, a place like this, I mean, the equivalent is probably Tasmania in Australia with yeah. mountains and away from the cyclones and uh, the trouble that's going on, not only the, the short to midterm rentals exploding, um, but also some transactions happening and, uh, we're open. We've got lots of people around. Uh, we're, we're kind of still treading on on ice a little bit and distancing and signing uh, documentation with with the county to say that we'll do certain measures right. for us to be in open. Um, and people are being respectful of each other. And we're just you know, we're very lucky to be up here in this little town, of course. And um, there are some sales happening, probably in line with what we would normally see. So that's good. Uh, maybe a little bit behind, but uh, we're also in a better location than where we were before. So we just reopened a new gallery, as you, as you mentioned. Yeah. How how did the move go? How did everything uh, settle in there? <laughs> well, it happened right when we got the keys early. Uh, mm. the, the the new landlord you know looked after us, and uh, instead of having everything happen in three weeks, the the owner and I did a lot of the things together. Um, like like mainly the painting of the whole building, the whole inside. So because um, we had all that time, so that saved some save some uh, some cash and a bit of bonding time. So uh, and really taking the time to make it a beautiful gallery that it is today. Great. We need to talk a bit about the country that you now reside in in the US, and I guess 
like Australia, which we've been easing the restrictions, you guys have also opened up, but not really related to any numbers. It was more just about a fear that the economy would collapse. Um, have you seen... Uh, is there an increase over there of cases or what is exactly happening in regards to testing cases found and I guess the um, fatality rate? Well, there's a lot a lot in that question, Paulie. Let's address the last thing first. <laughs> yeah. It's the top of my mind. The testing is probably the biggest improvement that instead of advising people just to stay at home and not even get tested, uh, now... Uh, testing is the first thing they want you to do if you have any yeah. symptoms. Yeah. Um, at the same time, um, there, it is well known that there have been like you know, testing results that have ended up coming back differently the second time. So it's, um, it's not 100%. Um, the numbers, if you look at it from a national standpoint, because there's so many states and so much variation, uh, I'm seeing right now uh, it was in cases clearly coming down but not as fast as anywhere in the world and in the last week or two we're now looking at the cases increasing in america sadly and if you look at you know, yeah. if you look at that graph you're going to see that about two or three weeks ago there was a nice little dip heading down quite strongly and that's gone up and we're now at more cases than we've ever had well, we had we had Dan Sutich on the show a couple of weeks back, and we talked about you know what was happening in the US with the protests in particular, and we said, look, we won't really know for two to three weeks if that um, lack of social distancing um, was going to have an impact on cases. So, do you think it could be related, or you know, which states is it breaking down? Um, because I know New York percentage-wise, at least in New Jersey, it's coming down, but other states like Florida and Texas are on a quite a steep increase. Exactly. And, you know, those New Yorkers have had a kind of spotlight on them mm. for, you know, two months there. And uh, when you speak to someone in New York at the moment, they're, you know, they're going to be treating it with a lot of trepidation and they're being careful because they've been through that experience wholeheartedly. So it's good that they're yeah. seeing that there. Um what we are seeing is maybe some improvements in treatments and results in deaths compared to cases. So if you looked at the American graph, my understanding is at the moment, yes, the cases are going up, but the deaths are still heading in the right direction, um, not with huge velocity, but um, that, that, still hold, uh, that still is going to make me suggest that we wouldn't see uh, places uh, going backwards as far as the economy and closing things down again at this point. Well, that would be the fear that literally even if the government or whoever is in charge doesn't close things, it just people don't leave their house out of fear of catching this virus. And Well, there's a whole vernacular of, of reactions. There are people like yeah. that where I see that come in and are really careful and stand yep. back. And there are yep. others who are like, this is all make-believe, fantasy, it's not even a, <laughs> a conspiracy, you know, and they just, I don't have to wear this stupid mask, do I? So, and that, that kind of, it's kind of understandable. I mean, you've got a, an article today where Fucci, uh, the, the, the main uh, medical yeah, Dr. spokesman. Dr. Anthony Fauci. Next to Fauci, thank you, thank you. Um, he admitted today in this story, whether it's true or not, that um, they were lying about not needing masks. I don't know if you saw, but early on in this, they were, they were saying, and Trump was saying that it wasn't wasn't really required to have, to have a mask. And that was, for some reason, maybe uh, that's because they were worried that people would panic because they didn't have enough masks everywhere. But for whatever reason, that they were actually um, not being truthful about yeah. that. So 
people are, it's hard for people to um, trust what they're being told. Well, let's talk a bit about uh, face masks and um, I guess around the world, Australia and America and many other countries, they weren't necessarily encouraging the wearing of face masks because of concern around um, availability and then effectiveness as regards to at at the beginning, I think it was people thinking, well, I'll wear a face mask to protect me. But then, of course, when the hit happened in New York and they were saying just you know, even if it's a scarf, use it because it's it's the spread out that actually that, that they were finding was really effective to wear these face masks. And some of these other countries, China, Taiwan, um, Japan, where face masks are an accepted part of, of sort of society, I guess, when people are out in public, um, they were noticing a, a, a big decrease in the amount of, of um, I guess, contagion or passing on of the coronavirus or COVID-19. And so now we're hearing, you know, definitely wear something, but it's not so much about protecting you, it's about protecting everyone else if you happen to have um, symptoms or even be asymptomatic but be carrying the virus. Like everything in this, there's there's a few different factors. I remember reading an article where it suggested if you just have a piece of cloth, say... uh, uh, what those things you wear around your neck when you're skiing, um, that what that's actually doing is creating this wet absorbent area around where the breath is, and then any particles that are coming from outside are actually attracted to that area, and it's worse, um, mm. in a way. I'm um, not sure. If I've as opposed to some that. kind of professional plastic area that's really actually giving you good protection um, in what you're saying. Mm. Uh, I suppose one of the other things is just politeness is what, like when you sneeze if I see a lot of people not wearing a mask uh, out, out in the street and I don't feel like I'm going to get close to them I'm not you know I'm not going to run for my mask it's also a politeness thing that if I see a whole family coming towards me um, that I might be able to avoid I'm going to show them a polite gesture by putting my mask up you know there's that element as well as yeah human yeah well, they're, sa- they're saying um, in America it's probably going to be there for another year or, or so wearing masks will be normal now um, at least for that time 12, 18 months oh, well could be yeah there's, there could be some uh, out, you know, outstanding kind of changes that go on for quite some time probably just comes down to that V word Paulie Jade Pacus Batha an infectious disease expert at the University of Chicago says wearing a mask is about protecting your neighbour not necessarily yourself but if we do it universally, then we protect each other. So you can see, and, it, and it's the surgical type masks, not the N95 ones, because they actually have space for breathing. So the N95 protects you more than everyone else, and the surgical masks protect everyone else more than you. Mm-hmm. So everyone's still wearing them in Australia, despite the openings. Um, There's some people wear, here? not a lot of people wear masks here, to, to be fair, but we also no. have a very low um, rate of infection. Very low, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you guys have killed it over there, you know, which is a terrible, terrible way of putting it. But you've um, you've gone to the top of the pops as far as the world, which is well, fantastic. I think New um, Zealand have done even better, but I think we've followed their lead well enough. And um, yeah. Victoria is an interesting but, one because there's still some cases there. They're having these little outbursts, whereas the rest was of that the... directly connected to the protests, or was it just came well? From 
it's hard to say with Victoria. So New South Wales had a had a one case, I think, a couple of days ago, and it was related to somebody coming back. So you've got to remember in New South Wales, we are, even though the borders are closed, returning nationals and et cetera can still come in. They have to do 14 days quarantine in a hotel, and these are popping up. Victoria seemed to still have some cases where they're acquiring it through unknown transmission or community transmission. Mm-hmm. So that's probably where the, the, the difference is between the two states. And look, the other states, they're doing quite well. Um, South Australia have had 23 days since since a case. Tasmania, 34. Northern Territory, 47. Amazing. Yeah, so, amazing. So, so the questions will be how, yeah, how it all opens <clears throat> up. So when I go to a restaurant outside or inside, when I'm moving in a in a in a, re, you know, a retail kind of space, um, we have to have, have to have masks on. On a bus, have to have a mask on right. the whole time. Right. When you sit in your bubble with the people you're going to eat with, the, the server and the workers all have masks on, but you then are allowed to take it off. Now, yeah. I'm I'm sure there's you know it'd be confusing if you were travelling because every county might be a little bit different. Mm. I was wearing a mask during the sort of the peak I guess and when I went out to certain places but I'm not wearing one anymore especially that I had an N95 one it probably probably kind of defeats the purpose um, from what we're now reading right well um, I have heard if, if you course. are on a certain level of um, let's, uh, handsomeness like you, you're good self <laughs> poorly then the Australian <laughs> government is requesting that those really gorgeous men such as yourself need to leave the mask off um at all times. Well, they would definitely Until, say yeah. that about you if you returned home, oh, mate. Oh, oh. Ma- oh, welcome oh. home and mask off, Ben Tompkins. <laughs> <laughs> ben. It was worth the fee. I, it was worth the fee, Paulie. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I, I need to say a really big thanks um, for coming on. Obviously, this show, we're going to try to do one more next week, but um, it's looking like with um, all the restrictions easing in Australia that we might just put the podcast on hold for a while hopefully with the world improving we won't have to bring it back but we are here in in case it does but but ben just a really big thanks because it really opened up a window for our australian listeners and even other listeners around the world to know what's going on in america which is is a flashpoint you know new york was the epicenter for a long period and i just really appreciate it pleasure paulie thanks for having me let's hope we don't have any any more episodes that's right. That's right. <laughs> and then it doesn't come back. And, and, yeah. and, and the website is www.aspenartgallery.com. Check it out. If you're in the area, check out the new gallery, all its bells and whistles, and chat to Ben and get something nice for, you, for your home or your workplace if, if, you, uh, if you're able to. Yeah, we're right in the core of the core of Aspen now. So we're in a walking mall. Um, called the Hyman Moor. So, uh, yeah, I'd love to see some Aussies. I've, my old workplace bridge climb, a guy walked in here with a bridge climb hat on one there day and nearly kissed, him on, nearly kissed him on the lips. <laughs> <laughs> and good luck to bridge climb too. They're reopening in, in another seven days or so. So uh, best wishes to them. And Fantastic We look news. forward to meeting everyone and mentioning your podcast and, and what a wonderful uh, job you've done just to reflect back on what's been happening. Um, thanks, Thanks, Paulie. 
I appreciate it. Of course, you can find me on Twitter at listen to Paulie G, P-A-U-L-I-E-G. And go to Facebook, Paulie G Sports. Find me there. I'm doing lots of stuff now with the NRL being back. Um, so definitely worth checking that out as well. Paulie G Sports. Give it a like and a follow. And um, we will talk to you again next week on the Widline Podcast. Bye for now. <laughs>